Warning, this program contains strong themes meant for a mature audience. Discretion is advised. Going live in five, four. What does live mean? Uh. Welcome to the Rambling Podcast, the show where we ground humanity's most absurd and baffling ideas in childish ways. I am your host, Jack. And I am your host, Christina. And if you haven't yet, remember to hit that subscribe button to get notified the second new episodes are released. Also, this show is most enjoyable with a listening partner to share opinions and ideas on topics we discuss. Yeah, so pull somebody nice and close and get ready to go on a wild, whimsical ride. We're going on a ride? Whimsical ride. Ooh. Are we part of that ride? Yes, there's a lot of whimsy in it, though. Whimsy? Whimsy. I don't know what whimsy is, but I know it's whimsical. Is that, like, magical? That's unrelated? I don't know. Is that magical or fun? Fun. It's it's somewhere in that ballpark. All right. It's either whimsical. No, because it would be mystical, right? Or it would be magical if we use any of those words. Whimsical must just be... What's what's whimsy? It's fun, right? Whimsy. A lot of whimsy. It's uh, playful fun. Sure. I don't know. What if it doesn't relate at all? I don't it know. could it could totally not relate. It could totally It means clumsy. I don't know. It could totally, yeah. So, okay. So, let's uh, uh brief briefing. Brief quick everybody huddle up briefing meeting. Um we don't know what happened to the subhumans that we sent into the dark. Into the dark? Into the into... deep dark, the great void. Into the void. Oh. Yeah, the great, great deep we lost dark. Them. We don't know. So uh, any listeners who've been following with us, you guys know that we built a team a couple of months ago, a team of uh, subhumans, and we sent them out after we had uh, this, this fucking establishment. So we got to put here, right? So we basically, we went and we investigated the pyramids because there was something off about the pyramids of Giza. And then yeah. we found out that the pyramids of Giza is old cat people technology. Yeah, it's uh, both used as lasers and transportation devices that use entanglement in order to move. Uh, en- uh, so th- there's a chamber inside the pyramid. It turns people in or anything into pure energy and can instantaneously fling it through a particle and out a different one anywhere instantly. So we used that and sent a team of, uh, by the way, they were using this to get to the great void where the cat gods are. Yeah. And right, and the cat guards are the original uh, advanced civilization of cat people from millions of years ago that have become so highly advanced that they literally look like they're using magic. And yeah. we thought it was magic at the beginning, but we've established that this is just science that's so vastly advanced that it blows us away and looks like nature. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, using the pyramid, after we figured it out, we got a team, subhumans, sent them flung them straight to the coordinates that we got for the Great Void from the cat people. Sweet. Everything according to plan. And then we never heard back from them. The cat people betrayed us. I don't know. We don't know. It doesn't... Well, I mean, they were never on our side. Yeah. They were never nothing, on. There's nothing to <laughs> betray. Um, but we sent the subhumans and haven't heard from them. It's been months now. Mm-hmm. No nothing. No nothing. Either they're stuck over there and it was a one-way trip and they couldn't replicate it because there's no other pyramids or other technology they have over there so vastly advanced. On the flip side, there are no cat gods around here. Maybe it is a one-way trip. Well, didn't we find cat gods in the Loch Ness? No, we found cat people there. Oh, okay. And they told us about the cat gods. 
Oh, which is okay. where we sent the subhumans. Oh, by the way, this is this is specific. Piece. I was thinking they were both the same thing. No, no, cat no. gods, cat people. Yeah, the cat people are the bottom of the barrel. You know. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's one left behind to do experiments over here while they go and do greater things elsewhere. Yeah, but it's interesting that this uh, bit of lore has taken several years to craft. Hmm. We're talking. This goes way back. It's years in the making to get to this point where we're finally confronting the cat people. And we just lost an entire team of who knows how many mofos. It's crazy. Yeah. So, assuming nothing good happened. We gotta, uh, we gotta make a backup plan. We need a backup plan. We need, we need to communicate with God's willing to help us. Ooh. Yes, which is problematic. Because gods usually don't give much of a fuck. No. Like, obviously, we would try to get, like, Santa Claus to help or some shit. He's so advanced, his shit looks like magic, too. You know? Yeah, but... Like, he doesn't would, care. Why yeah. would he? Why would any of them? They wouldn't. That's exactly the problem. None of them would. There, There's no benefit to it. So then who are we going to call? Well, <laughs> we have to go and contact some of the other creatures that... Uh, sp- the thought I had. And I now I got a whole report about this right now. So that we can, you know... Push it to the higher ups and see if they green light this idea. Yes, what is it? We gotta go where we said we'd never go, man. We vowed a long time ago to just at a distance observe and never fuck with the sky creatures. We just we just stay away from that. There's forces up there that we just simply can't fuck with, and when they yeah. come down, a lot of them are just destructive fucking monsters. So we ignore them? We yeah. ignore them. We're like, we don't fuck with them, they'll fuck with us less. Mm-hmm. We're talking the big dogs, tornadoes, and the, the fucking sentient lightning, and fucking hurricane, all the things. All the fucking things. And so we gotta go to whichever one of them seems to fuck with us the least, mm-hmm. because it's, on average, the least hostile. Which is the clouds. They seem to just stick to their own business most of the time. What, do you think we could take the groundhog with us and he might help us? Because his abilities are literally to interact with the sky creatures. Yeah. Maybe. 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 Okay. He's on our team. He is on our team. Phil previously wasn't. He was on the team of whoever was circling the original batch of fucking adrenochrome that he had access to. Yeah. But new Phil. Well, it's not new Phil. His name is Steve. Oh, Steve. Steve the groundhog is on our side. Yes. So if Steve can somehow help, mm-hmm. this would be lovely because we can't we can't take Steve out. He can't go to the Great Void. That's not good. If he dies over there, we got a fucked problem. Yes. We've got a fucked... We could grab a different groundhog, I suppose, and go through the same process. But in just a day without Phil, it turned to shit overnight. Yeah. It was apocalyptic looking. It was. So... We're talking the weirdest hot cold uh, rainstorm thunder ice fucking so a bit of a mess but it's from- calmed down yes he's i mean steve is figuring it out yeah it's not the best job but he's new yeah phil had how many hundreds of years to do this mm-hmm. while steve has had two months maybe like it's not wow. it's not easy yeah. well actually it's been just over a month hmm. it's not easy so, he's, yeah. not, he's not having a good time per se so what's the plan with the clouds oh we gotta go we gotta just fucking make homies with the clouds specifically 
Stories circle. Now, this, the college are quiet. They stayed. They shut the fuck up. They they mind their own business half the time. They don't interact with us. Only when we fuck with them specifically, sending weird smoke up to them and shit, do they freak the fuck out, get angry, and start destroying shit. Well, we're the ones that mess with them. We mess with them indirectly. They get angry and retaliate. Okay. But... We know that they, they, you know, they communicate with the winds, they communicate with uh, all forms of sky things. Mm-hmm. And uh, usually they don't even come and attack themselves. They get help. They so they can stay detached if they're angry. They're like, hey, over there. Like a tornado? And they'll send a tornado, yeah. And a tornado's a particularly aggressive kind of creature. Mm-hmm. And it has no problem. It's like, fuck yeah, I'm in. Because it's a weird awesome. hybrid of cloud and wind. It's a fusion. It's a baby of some sort. Well. And that's something for a different day. Like, if we need that <laughs> level of destructive force, maybe, great, good, whatever. Mm-hmm. But the clouds tend to be very quiet about things. They don't talk much. They don't tell us anything. They stay out of our way. We stay out of theirs on average. Yeah. But through whispers, through those of us ground creatures and through some of the robotic birds we got up there that have gotten, you know, they record audio They because the, the clouds don't fuck with the birds. The birds aren't doing it. They're not harming them. They're just... You know, birds flying through, and then we just record fine. a little bit. Yeah, we just record a little bit uh, uh, dialogue. Uh, we we go ahead and we interpret it, find out what they're talking about. Over the years of the recordings we've gotten from the clouds, there is mention of a hierarchy. There's a hierarchy. There's a hierarchy. There's a now. There's a lot of civilian based on this hierarchy. There's a lot of civilian activity. They have you know many small unimportant people just kind of living their lives in the sky doing whatever they got to do. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that has just whispers, whispers, because it's not a lot, two, three mentions over millions of hours recorded. That's how exaggerated we're talking. Just some hidden background noise that luckily we have advanced uh, Of this hierarchy? Of this hierarchy, yeah. We okay. know the top of it. Yeah. That there is a god, an actual god among them. Our job is to find it. And our job is to find this god. Keep in mind, we have millions of hours. Mm-hmm. And, and seconds worth of mention. Seconds. 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 They Do you have a name? Okay, so it, there is a name. And the name is Akashida. Very Japanese name, so we at least have a, a, a region to look for. Mm-hmm. Where this uh, deity of sorts might be. And the problem is the hierarchy within the system is hard to determine because it seems that it's almost militarized for who knows what reason if we never see anything but also we don't understand the interactions between the clouds and the winds we don't understand the interactions between the clouds like if there's some type of war going up up there well not necessarily war but what if they're preventing war by having these military uh organizations oh we don't know how the clouds interact with lightning Mm, you know yeah there's there's other things happening that the clouds are interacting with that we don't understand the, the dynamic. And we have proof that they're alive. That's so crazy. They're talking to each other. I mean, we always knew they were sentient beings. That's not like a shock. We've had this established for seemingly the entirety of uh, the rambling series. Mm. Yeah, quite. Some That's of crazy. the first creatures we, we watched at a distance and discussed were the clouds. Were the clouds? Yeah. Yes. Yes. So our job is to look through the document that broke down what's happening amongst the non-civilian clouds and find out where within this structure 
Akashida would be, so that we know, we already know based on the name, it seems highly Japanese. Yeah. We have a region to look. So we need to know what we're looking for when we're there. So we're going to be looking at clouds that are in Japan or something? We're going to be looking at Japanese clouds. Okay. And we need to find Akashida among them to then get something up there and have a conversation, if willing, if he's willing, and see if he would like to work with us Yes. to deal with a problem. This is crazy. Okay, so we're going to help. We're going to ask him for help to talk to, Yes. hopefully, the cat gods. Now, whatever. we know a long time ago that there was an episode of Star Trek in which they are encountering a cloud being that drinks blood. It sucks out the iron from creatures that it is consuming, essentially. And uh, Blood. Yeah. That's hilarious. Well... We know the connections of blood and... <laughs> Everything. Everything's connected to blood. Everything. Now, this cloud is hostile, but there's an interesting piece about it. This cloud is in space, not on the surface of a planet, mm -hmm. which is particularly interesting because it means hostile clouds are outcast. Or that's what the military is protecting us from, the cloud military? Could be, but... Why would it have been outcast in the first place? If it was that dangerous, we'd just see it interacting with the clouds. It's just in space. It was outcast from the planet's surface. Mm -hmm. Now, that's based on a real cloud being. So we've heard those whispers within the clouds. We know that that was a real thing. Okay. And that Star Trek based their thing on this cloud being that was... Drinking blood. It was coming down to the surface of Earth. Now, they were, they did protect us from it by outcasting it. Yeah. They don't want to fuck with the humans. We can in, we can toxify their air. Mm. The same way that they can cause destruction down on us. We just agree truce and we don't interact with each other. Yeah. So, this thing got hostile. They flung it out there, but it's one of many. Anytime that happens, they just fling it out and, okay, it's outcast. It's gone forever. That's and so then Star crazy. Trek based their situation on that. So we know that they are they can survive in space. Mm -hmm. And we know that the biggest of the biggest of clouds form planets and stars. We know the huh. power behind the cloud. Now, the idea here is it's possible that the clouds have already been familiarized with the cat people. Because the cat gods have presumably Dyson-sphered the stars within the Great Void. Mm -hmm. And those stars are nothing but gas collected the way clouds are. Those are imprisoned clouds. The big kahuna stars are clouds, essentially. Stars. Yeah, those are giant gases compressed. Is the hottest, what? steamiest of clouds okay. put together. So... Clouds are essentially some of the most overpowered of gods, and <laughs> they just hang out. But they have some sort of war. Now, I don't think the military was designed to fight off the other clouds. There's enough of them to just force them out. Mm -hmm. That's why those other clouds don't even come back. It's better leave than get destroyed. We can become stars if enough of us come together. So what are we making a military for what's the only thing fucking with us at the scale 
The cats. fucking cats. Ah, uh, the cats. They're protecting us from the cats. They're not protecting us from the cats. They're protecting them fucking selves from the cats. Oh, they're protecting themselves. The war was between the clouds and the cats. Because we know the cats left. Or we saw the cats left. And yeah, they left some behind. They but did leave some But where were they hidden? Were they on land where the clouds can retaliate? No. No. They were underwater. They were underwater where they can't be fucked with. Oh. Interesting. Yeah, see how yes. this plays out? So there's a possibility that if we can get the leader of the clouds from Earth to understand the problem and know that you can side with the humans on this Because we one. have the same problem. We got okay. the same problem. Yeah. We might not like each other, but we have a mutual enemy and we're in a truce. Yes. So okay. we can work with each other mm-hmm. to solve the mutual problem. Hmm. Interesting. The plot thickens. Yes. So if we can find Akashida and go straight to the lead, we can have whatever methods of communication they have to speak to gas planets, stars, and nebula. Should we talk to our own star? We don't know how to communicate with that. Yes, I mean, with the god... Oh, but you said even nebulas? Nebulas are the biggest of all clouds. Oh, okay. They are clouds that encompass many, many, many stars. Mm. So, if we can get Akashida to help us... So, what do we know about him? Okay. Or it's, I guess. Uh, Here's the problem. We don't know shit about him. We don't know shit about Akashida, other than probably Japanese. Okay. And we know that... He's one of the few clouds that have been seen to have a godlike appearance. Rarely. He's, he mostly looks like a normal cloud. What's a, a godlike appearance? Well, let me get there. Oh. He mostly looks like a normal cloud. But some people have reported. Now, this is taking what we heard about the name, the fact that it was whispered, you know, important, important here and there. Yeah. And then running that name through anyone and everyone we have on earth that works for us and then going deep into folklore and finding out they have uh, we have stories on akashita in which we've seen a face in the cloud oh and it gets covered up quick it's fast it's fast. like he's looking and he reveals his face momentarily and it gets covered up but it's like a face made out of clouds yes okay it's a cloud that can rapidly go from white to looking like a storm cloud black and then back to white fast fast and it'll look like a white cloud face shows up it's just a dark cloud suddenly and boom it's white again whoa claws claws it has claws yes now here's what's interesting we've seen clouds that look like they have shapes that look like they have hands and look like they have teeth just weird shaped clouds Mm -hmm. it's possible we've seen akashita Akashuda could be one of the largest clouds and just covers a huge area. We would never know. It could be a tiny cloud that's just highly intelligent and everything else just lines up behind it. We don't know. The one detail that seems to stand out that is least cloud-like what? is the fact that rarely it's been reported that he has a red tongue. Oh my gosh. Why? Don't know. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. A cloud with a red tongue. Yes. So we don't know which type of cloud he's hidden amongst. So we had to look at all our records, look at all the data collected on clouds that exists, and then review all the audio that we've collected of cloud dialogue, cross-reference 
all of it, mm-hmm. and be left with, what are the non-civilian clouds? So the document we have has no civilian clouds in it. These okay. are just the militarized clouds, the ones in charge of cloud civilization. And one of these are most likely the, the cloud we're looking for? Okay. Yes. Akashita, the god of the clouds on Earth. Yes. And he has a tongue. That's really weird. It's just to picture a cloud. And how, like, how do you even see the tongue? Is it a huge tongue? Don't know. Don't know. Because like, I, if you see a face, like, would you even see a tongue if a cloud had a tongue? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. It's, <laughs> it's, a, we- weird. it's a weird thing. It is very strange. And the problem is... It doesn't happen often. There's mm-hmm. stories are we're talking that in, in writing we have a story from maybe three, four thousand years ago, and then another one from about a thousand years ago, and then one from like five hundred years ago, and then no more mentions. That's and it's it. like he's rarely seen. The same way that even amongst the clouds, he's rarely spoken of. People on Earth rarely, rarely have ever seen him. seen him. That's a pretty like he's elusive. Huh. Oh. We talk about fucking... We found Bigfoot, bro. We could yeah. find anything. We gotta go find this shit now. This is crazy. But he looks like a cloud. He That's looks like crazy. a cloud. Of which there are an infinite number, and yeah. they're always morphing into different shapes. Mm-hmm. That's the tricky part. Like, he looks like any other cloud, except for his tongue. Yep. Which, like, what do we even notice? Yeah, exactly. That's the problem, you see? Yeah. Like, where, where, how, where do we start? Where do we start? I don't know. Well, this document is where we start. So this report has the clouds hierarchy based on what we know. Mm -hmm. And somewhere among this structure, this military structure, is what we are looking for. Yay. So we know that Akashita can be very, very bright and can also quickly, rapidly become very, very dark. But the brightness is a special kind of bright. Like it looks... Different from any other cloud type of bright? Don't know. Okay. We don't know anything. We don't know anything about Akashita. We're going to hope yeah. that the collective of information we have guides us in that direction. Because right. we don't know. It could be a special kind of bright. That's mm. something that some clouds feature as we will go through. Okay, good. But also, who says it is? Because Why? there's different kinds of white. Oh. You see? There's a problem. It's like, okay. what? So we got to figure it out. So... When it comes to the military, we're going to start at the very bottom of what seems is happening. All right. And there's a type of cloud. Now, we don't know how they refer to each other. This is titles we've given them, obviously. So when we communicate, if this works, if we can get them on our side, Mm -hmm. we'll know respectful terms. We'll know how to communicate. We'll know real titles as opposed to what we've been calling them. But they don't give a shit because we've been in a truce. They don't want to communicate. So, so this is like their scientific names. Yes, this is what we've basically labeled them as. Yeah. So there's a Corostratus, and this type of cloud is a very familiar cloud. We've all seen photos of it. It's usually a cloud that becomes like a ring in the sky. Ooh. It looks like an indent in the sky. Yeah. I think I've seen pictures of that. Yeah. Yes. What's interesting about this cloud is that it's made of ice at a very high altitude. The cloud is made of ice. The cloud is made of ice at a very, very high altitude, and it's usually in the shape of a halo. It's very round, specifically the nebulosus one. Now, that's a type of Kerastratus. Now, all the clouds have 
different breakdowns within. So there's species of clouds, and within each species, there's many types. Now, I'm excluding all the civilian types from here. Okay. I'm only specifically focusing on the one of Nicarostratus cloud that is militarized, and that's the nebulosus one. That one is the one in the shape of a ring in the sky. Okay. Yes. That cloud is made of ice, and it usually hires the temperature. When it's present, behind it comes heat. It's usually increasing the temperature. So if you see it, it's usually lingering. It's not moving. It's a cloud that doesn't seem to move with the wind. It's so far above the wind that it lingers there, chilling, kind of like the halo shape that it is. And it's heating the area. Interesting, right? It is a cloud of ice that warms the earth up. Well. Very interesting. It seems to, wherever it stands, be sucking the cold out of the air. Oh. So it hangs out in the sky over you for a large period of time and just starts sucking the cold and turning it into it. It just gets bigger and consumes all the cold, slowly increasing the temperature below it. Wow. And then eventually melts away? Or Eventually it leaves. leaves? It doesn't melt. It's I sucking guess. out the cold. It's becoming ah, colder. Okay. It's yeah. not sucking in the heat. Yeah. So it's sucking in the cold, becoming icier and colder, and mm-hmm. then eventually it decides to get the fuck out and just dips. Oh, okay. But it's not subject to the wind or anything. And it all also uh, brings uh, moisture and rain. Mm. So it's an interesting cloud that's doing the opposite of what you'd think it would. Yeah. It's a giant frozen halo that increases the temperature and makes it rain. Huh. Now, this, these things happen over time. It lingers there for a while. It's very yeah. slow progressing. So it'll be there 14 to 24 hours later detectable differences happen. So it's slowly, slowly. It sounds magical, but could people confuse the roundness of it with a face? Of, like a cloud with a face? Is that even possible? I don't know. Or it's... like, can other clouds mix with this cloud to make it look like a face? No. What's interesting about this cloud, and this is the only reason that it's put here, uh, well, I guess two reasons that it's put here. One, it's one of the militarized clouds. It's causing things to happen. Two, it's the only different set of clouds because all the other militarized clouds are part of the cumulus species. This is the only cloud that's militarized that is not one Mm. of the cumulus species. That's particularly interesting and immediately, and the fact that it's also one of the, it's the only cloud that lingers in place. Which sounds like... If it, if it was going to be the god one, that's it's already the unique one. Yes, it's highly many unique. Ways. Hanging out, observing patiently, slow working, very godlike activities happening there. Yes, but it might not be. It might not be. We don't know where it stands. We know that yeah. this thing comes ahead of a fleet, always. Oh. It could be hmm. the god ahead and the military follows, it decides where we need to be and how the strategy is going to play out, or it's the front line. Oh, it's the front line. Huh, it could be the front line. If it's the front line, if it's the front line, then it's definitely not God. No. Because God would never just be the front line. He could be in the front, but he wouldn't be the front line. It seems that this thing shows up and sort of opens way for the rest of the clouds it's to like show up. like scouting the area or something? Yes, that's a great way to look at it. It seems to be the scout. Because behind it always show up the other clouds. 
yes. and all the other clouds that are militarized are behind the cumulus. Are, are cumulus. Mm-hmm. They're all part of the same species, even if they have different races within the species. Okay, then let's learn about these other clouds. So the cumulus cloud, these are kind of the majority. Everything, of the military. Yeah, everything that's in here, Every all the military clouds are cumulus minus the carstrata. Yeah. So, cumulus clouds. The base of the cloud is flat, the bottom. Mm-hmm. And they tend to have a puffy structure. So, they look like bubbles glued together. Yes, they're the clouds that I like to draw. They're the clouds that look, <laughs> yeah, they're the most common cloud. Okay, the one yeah. we see, those are soldiers moving around. We didn't oh, know this. Okay. All the other clouds, when you see like random one-off clouds or whatever, or... um. Just kind of streaks that look like um chemtrails. Those are actually clouds themselves. That's oh. this type of cloud. So yeah, not chemtrails, but those are a type of cloud that uh, align with the wind, and so they stretch out the way the wind moves. Okay. Those are just civilian clouds. Those are all civilian clouds. But these typical clouds we draw, we're drawing soldiers. Okay. We're military. Soldiers. We're drawing military, mm-hmm. and they're also the largest of clouds. All the other clouds are much smaller. Mm-hmm. But these clouds, no. Now, we confuse large for collective. Yeah. And this is a problem. People don't realize that when you see huge clouds that cover the whole sky, uh-huh. you're looking at population, oh, okay. not individuals. Okay, there's no one cloud making no, up the sky. No, there's a bunch, and to us, it looks like one. Yeah. We can't tell the difference. They look. It's like water. You can have water drops, or you can have the ocean. Okay. It looks like the ocean to us, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's just a bunch of water drops put together. Are they different water drops? Or... Yes. There are, there are many different clouds up there. Yeah. That's... Okay. And they blend to look like one sheet. Ooh. All right. It's just a diverse population. You know, normal. It's like the United States. A bunch of different people. Yeah. If you put us all together and you look from really, really far, we all look the same. Yeah. So what about this big boy? Well, the, all the cumulus clouds are pretty huge and they got that same puffy structure. Oh, okay. And uh, they can either travel alone or come in clusters, depending on which type they are. So most of them vary, and they have both. So you can have, and you might not, depending. So I'm assuming this is a rank thing. Okay. So these clouds can have high or low ranks, and depending on that, they might travel alone or not. Whether they be frontliners, maybe they're traveling alone, or maybe they are particularly high rank, and thus they travel alone. I'm not sure how their military structure works. Yeah. But we know that that's definitely how it happens, and they are made of ice crystals. Ice crystals? Yes. What? They are composed of ice crystals, which is particularly interesting. They move at what we're looking at is a lot of ice crystals. Although, rarely, some are created by vapor. Mm-hmm. Now, what's interesting here is, it seems that most of the clouds within the military are made of ice. So I'm assuming the vapor clouds are the non-military cumulus clouds. That's okay. to say that there are cumulus clouds that are not in the military, although most military clouds are cumulus. Okay. So, minus the Corostrata, the saying goes, all military clouds are cumulus, but not all cumulus clouds are military. Yes. Perfectly logical. Yeah, that makes sense. Like all soldiers people. are humans, but not all humans are soldiers. Yeah. It works. It works. Checks out. Mm-hmm. Okay, similarities. Good. Now, within the cumulus clouds, we're going to talk about the different 
types of cumulus clouds, because this is where the important details come if it's not a Carastrata. Are there going to be some weird ones? There are very strange ones. Okay, good. And we're, we're basically looking at three different tier levels. Ooh. Now, we have the Mediocris, the Mediocris cloud. This is a particularly interesting cloud because it's blindingly white. It's blindingly white. Yes. The top of this cloud tends to be very, very white. Just the top. The top. Okay. Now, now get ready for where this is the most interesting. The bottom of this cloud tends to be very, very dark. Okay, that's already similarities probably to this god cloud thing. Yes. Mm, okay. Interesting, right? Yes. So we have really, really bright and really, really dark coexisting. Mm-hmm. So this could potentially, at a high level, a high grade, really old one, an ancient one, a powerful one, however they do whatever they do. Yeah. Maybe the ability to be overtaken by either side mm-hmm. shows up. Mm-hmm. Which could allude to it being, this god being a type of mediocris cloud. Now, these clouds usually move in sync with the currents of air. So with wind currents in horizontal movements. So wind goes from left to right. Yeah. The cloud is going to be stretched out from left to right. So mm-hmm. it's main shape. So when we draw clouds and it has like a pointy side and then it gets big and then gets small again towards the back. Yeah. The with the middle being the high point, mm-hmm. the shape that we drew is basically following the current of the wind in that image. Okay. If we looked at it from the front, it would look perfectly spherical to us. Yeah. But if we look at it huh. from the side, it looks stretched out. Yeah. Because it's moving with the wind. And the wind is just in straight lines. Or not straight lines, but the wind is currents. Mm-hmm. So it stretches out with the current. Yes, they're following the currents like birds. Yes, like birds do. They're sort of gliding on the current, except mm-hmm. their body kind of molds to it the way water would. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of similarities between clouds and water. They are closely related. Yeah, they're made out of ice, so... Yes. Now, the mediocris cloud is where things begin to get strange when it comes to clouds. Because this cloud shows up. And with it, temperature begins to drop. Hmm. Yes. What? Now, it doesn't necessarily mean... Snow? No. No. It could be the middle of summer and this cloud shows up. It just means, well, you're probably going to have a breezy day instead. Oh, okay. You know? Mm -hmm. You don't have to think immediately a plunge to zero and everybody's freezing. (laughs) Okay. It's just, it's going to get colder than it was. Okay, but it's not crazy. Yeah. We have to understand the vast distance between us and the clouds... And that we're not going to feel the effect as it feels so close to the cloud. Mm -hmm. So while we might feel it's the middle of summer and it's 90 degrees and then a mediocre cloud shows up and it drops to 80, up there it might have been 90 degrees. And when the mediocre cloud showed up, it dropped to 40. But we are very far apart. Okay. Okay. So the effects are felt very differently between us close range and us far range. Not very magical, but okay. (laughs) Well, it depends. We we don't know if they're trying to influence us, and why would they if there's a truce? Hmm. They're probably trying to do the minimum so that we also do the minimum. All right. You get my point? Yeah. So there ha- uh, it would be crazy if they just casually fucked with our environment consistently 
Like, then fuck your shit. We're going to pollute the crap out of you and choke you all out. Yeah. Then go back to war the way it was whenever the fuck all of this got truced. Hmm. I guess not. Because then they'll sit, they'll have their what, vampire clouds after us or something. I'm sure those vampire clouds are also fucking with them. Oh, yeah. It's not just... I'm sure they weren't protecting us necessarily, just purely us. They're protecting themselves. Okay. It's like if we get angry at the cloud that's eating the people, then we try to wage war and they don't want that. Mm Mm-hmm. Because, again, we can pollute their air. We have, but... They stay away from it. Yeah. Okay. There's, There's a mutual agreement. They destroy some of our shit. It's fine. It's give and take. They don't destroy the planet. We don't destroy the sky. Yes, okay, that's perfect, yeah. Yeah, I guess they wouldn't destroy the planet. They don't destroy the land. Mm Mm-hmm. And we don't destroy the sky. So, fair. Now, these uh, clouds are always seen ahead of the stratocumulus and the congestus clouds. These are two other type of clouds that (laughs) are within the hierarchy, right? Oh, all right. Now... Let's move on to the next one, right? Mm-hmm. So the stratocumulus, these are pack clouds. They're always together. Now, also, we're going based on size. We're going based on size. We're going based so on this size. This is going to be bigger. This is bigger. Okay. We're going from smaller to bigger, and we already began at the fact that the military clouds are all larger okay. than all the other clouds. Yeah. So these are huge clouds. We're talking huge clouds, monsters. Mm-hmm. And the stratocumulus is bigger than the mediocre's cloud. And they travel in packs. You'll see many of them together moving. Huge herds of them just traveling in packs. Giant, 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 giant clouds. And what makes them different? Well, um, they're known to be shaped in like rounder chunks. While the mediocre cloud is our typical looking cloud, mm-hmm. it seems to be more fuzzy on the edges. It looks more spursed. As opposed to the strata cumulus, that is the cloud that a child would draw, where you would make the edges round. Oh, okay. Like literally bubbles glued together. Yeah. Before, it was just a visual image. The, the edges of the clouds usually fade away, normally speaking. Mm-hmm. And they're not perfectly round, but the idea of the shape, like if you took a paintbrush and you drew it the way, it would still have the same shape, but there'd be no perfectly round edges. Yeah. The stratocumulus cloud is that same cloud, but with perfectly round tops. Cool. Everything is like bubbles, glued together bubbles, giant bubble clouds moving everywhere. Like a kid's drawing. Yeah, okay. Like a kid's drawing. And they move together. So there's a fuck ton of them. Mm-hmm. Giant fleets of these things, um, 10 times larger than a mediocre cloud. And are they doing anything weird? Uh, it depends on what you consider weird, because we already had the fact that the mediocre cloud drops the temperature so we know that this is related to that now these clouds the stratocumulus clouds are almost an omen of bad Ooh! so are they like dark clouds though no oh okay it's interesting that we have that mental image but mostly what happens is clouds put together block off the sky as opposed to the clouds themselves being dark Okay. Now, there are clouds that are dark, mm-hmm. and those clouds are not militarized clouds. Except the one before that has is dark, but with a bright top? Dark on the bottom, yes. That's a particularly interesting cloud. That's a weird dynamic going on there. But none of the other clouds are like that. Well, all of the uh, cumulus clouds have a flat bottom. 
Oh, okay. They all have a, a flat bottom, but they don't have a dark bottom, if that makes sense. Yeah. So they're flat, and depending on how the light is hitting them, that bottom could look dark. But oh. for the mediocre cloud, that bottom is dark as opposed to looking dark. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting, right? Mm-hmm. So for the stratocumulus cloud, the bottom isn't dark. It could look dark. Okay. And if it's tightly packed with water, it could be darker. But that's what makes the clouds dark. Okay. The rain within them. It's not necessarily that they're dark, it's that we're seeing less light through them. And why, do, why is this one the uh, ominous? An omen? An omen? Yes, it's an omen of bad because usually it causes extremely strong winds. Ooh, like tornadoes? No. Oh. The winds that start to fuck with trees and the winds that start to create little dust devils and the winds that usually collide with one another, this cloud has the power to bring thunderstorms. Oh, okay. Mm, which makes it a pretty interesting cloud. Hmm. Could I picture this cloud with a tongue, though? Hmm. Could you picture it now? <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. If we're thinking of a cloud with a face, mm-hmm. this is the most likely, right? Because you yeah. think of the childish cloud that you draw a face on, and this is the same cloud you would draw a face on. You draw a bubbly cloud, and then you put a nice smiley face on it. And with the wind thing, you, you imagine a mouth blowing air or something. Mm, yes. So. You see how that works? Yeah. So there's so, an uh-huh. interesting visual going on here. Mm-hmm. And with the stratocumulus cloud, fits the bill. Like, why did we start drawing this cloud with faces on it? Hmm. This is the cloud that we've drawn throughout time with faces on it. None of the other clouds I've mentioned. It's specifically this cloud that we've drawn with faces on it. So we already have the first cloud that is the most unique cloud. Yes. We got the second cloud that has the dark light feature. Oh my gosh, this is hard. I'm telling you, this is this it's is why this hard. document is yeah. here in the first place. And then we have this third cloud that is literally the cloud that throughout history we've drawn a face on. Mm-hmm. And this one brings with it wind. some wind and thunder. This is tough. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Now, keep in mind, I said thunderstorm, not lightning storm key thing here is sound no flash nothing dangerous okay interesting right yeah it's creating roaring sounds it makes it more maybe it is it i don't know i don't know it's vocalizing yeah keep in mind that yes thunder is the scream of a cloud Mm -hmm. it's the war cry the battle cry of a cloud is the battle cry done by the king of the clouds. The king of no, the clouds. that doesn't feel or right either. It doesn't feel right. Could it just be the guy who blows the trumpet in the military? That's not the king. No. You know, burr, 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 we're going yeah. to war. Now, that guy is essentially this thing. Is the reason we drew a face on it because these also have faces that we can see from the right angle because they are screaming it's time for battle? That could be. That could be it. We don't know. But we know that these are the clouds we've drawn faces on, and we know that these clouds are vocalizing. And yes. we know that these they're battle crying. Yeah. And they bring strong winds with them. Hmm. Now, these clouds come ahead of the congestus cloud. Oh. Hmm. Interesting, yes? Yes. The congestus cloud. So, this is a weird cloud. Because now we're entering the area of, hmm. And this yeah. one is also a little bit bigger than the other one? A little bit is an understatement. Oh. So this cloud 
is a vertical cloud. Now, imagine if you took already the stratocumulus cloud, and then you stretched it out vertically so that it's tall. Okay. What? These are the clouds that we see in photos that look like a wall moving forward. Oh, okay. But with the shape of the stratocumulus cloud, just very, very tall. Mm -hmm. So it's shaped like a tower. It's vertically outstretched. Now, this cloud shows up, showers show. It's bringing heavy rain with it. Or ice or snow, depending on the temperature. Okay. Problems arrive where it shows up. Hmm. And they are usually only present where there are strong winds, which seem to be made by the stratocumulus cloud. So the stratocumulus cloud introduces the congestus cloud. Which sounds like something like, it sounds like something that would introduce the king. Yes, right? So he does the the king, introducing the king. And so this thing shows up. Boom, boom, boom. And then this tall fucking cloud shows up. And it comes to rain. It either comes with a thunderstorm, with a a rain, with showers, a snowstorm, or a hailstorm. Whoa. That's pretty. I don't know. I don't know. But would that make, like, would someone see faces in that type of cloud? Or claws or something. Like, would you be able to see shapes in something that looks like a tower? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It has a more humanoid uh, look because it's outstretched in this way. Hmm. You know? Sure. Oh, yeah, maybe. Problems. Oh, so confusing. Yes. All of these shits could be candidates for what we're looking for. Yes, yes. Because, again, the king, the leader, the god, the general... Mm-hmm. He doesn't look different from the soldiers. He's just another person. In fact, usually, look at look at the mob, right? What do they do? They hire the biggest guys they can find. Yeah. They're not usually the biggest guy. They're usually the brainiest guy. And they hire the biggest guys they find. So this could also, just be... Also, a king does get introduced. We have a ceremony before the president walks up to a microphone. Okay. We have the trumpets. Boop, 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 boop. And then the president <laughs> shows up. Uh-huh. So we have the ritual that says the following thing that's going to come is the important thing. But we also know that bigger usually means the boss is smaller. Yeah, it means like it's the it's the thing fighting. I don't know. It's It seems more dangerous than leader-like. Yes, exactly. Which brings an interesting outlook to the mediocre's cloud. Because the mediocre's cloud shows up, and he's not introducing anybody, and he's, you know, he's not doing anything as opposed to being there and everything surrounding the mediocre's cloud. And the mediocre's cloud fits the black-white dynamic, the blinding white, the very, very dark. Exactly. I don't know. But the trumpet problem, yeah, that's the weird part, right? Yeah. On the flip side, it could be like old military days. When we had a dude with a drum set, and we just sent some dude to die in the front playing drums, introducing the militia that's about to create hell. Yes, and that could be that could be the cloud. So I'm thinking maybe that over the announcement of the king, but we don't know because we don't know what the fuck we're looking for. Yes, we got no information on this guy. Are there many in this military? What do you mean? 
many different clouds? I mean, there's many clouds, but they're not many different clouds. Oh, okay. Yeah, most clouds are, they're they're all uh, uh, cumulus clouds, and there are only four types of cumulus clouds we're looking at, three of which are the main ones, because the fourth one comes after this. You think we got to the end, because I said three. The reason I saved the other one is because it also has a special name that we'll get to. So, the congestus cloud not only is announced by the previous cloud, and not only brings a heavy storm with it, whether it be rain, whether it be snow or ice, but it's, as we know, really, really tall yes, and absorbently okay. wide. It's got the width of the stratocumulus and the height of maybe 10 of them put together. It's a ridiculous cloud. It's a okay. ridiculous cloud. Also, important detail. What? This cloud also has a battle cry. What? The, no, it can't. What? Okay. Yes. Now, there's a vast difference between these two clouds, the stratocumulus and the congestus, is the loudness is very, very different. The stratocumulus is a focused, generalized, it's in a region, it's isolated, you know? Mm -hmm. And you can hear the, that's the sort of thunder that you hear that doesn't seem close if it's far, but... As opposed to the congestus, if it's far, you hear the rumble. Okay, that's a great way to describe it. You know the one that's like... Hmm. That's one. Versus the boom. Okay. Okay. The Which one's stratocumulus the boom? <laughs> is a... Uh-huh. The congestus is the boom. Boom. I don't know. I feel like that's more of an army thing, too. Like, I don't see that as a big piece. I don't know. I don't know. This is hard to decide. Yeah, we're looking for, like, fucking needle in a haystack at this point. Yeah. But the congestious cloud always, 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 as does the stratocumulus and the mediocris, they're always surrounding one other cloud what yes all of these clouds now we don't usually see them because when they're all together like this they're blocking off the height we don't see the height where they're blocking off the sky we can't see up yeah and they're blocking off a cloud well the cloud is visible we just can't tell the difference because we're seeing them all from the bottom oh okay the congested cloud is not the biggest cloud it's maybe one-tenth the size of the biggest cloud. What? Now, following it is the cumulonimbus cloud. What a ridiculous name. Yes. So the cumulonimbus cloud is about ten times wider and about ten times taller. Oh my gosh. It's a huge fucking cloud. And yes. it seems to stretch through all atmospheric levels. From the lowest base where a lot of civilian clouds hang out to the tallest base where a lot of civilian clouds hang out, including the not-civilian singular other cloud that hangs out at the very top, the Chorostrata, that creates a halo. Oh, oh my gosh, I don't so know. So this cloud stretches through all the different tiers. Okay. Now, the visual I get from this cloud is... When you think of old school military scenarios and we would be walking, pushing a catapult on wheels, mm -hmm. is this cloud the catapult? Mm, it does things too? Well, let's break that part down. So this cloud 
always, always, always surrounded by all the other clouds. Never travels alone. That's already, is this the leader? Yeah. That's or the... is this the weapon? Oh, okay. Right? That's the problem. Yeah. We treat both equally. We worship our weapon the way we worship our leader. Mm. Mm, so we're problematic. We can't tell the difference because they seem so similar to us, except we can't tell the difference. But we know this is the single largest cloud that exists. Mm-hmm. And there's That's usually crazy. one amongst all the others. Yeah. There aren't many of them. All the other clouds repeat. There are others like them within the group. But when there's many, many clouds together. Okay, so you can see any of these other clouds I've mentioned before by themselves. It could happen. But this one, it can't. You've n- you'll never see it by itself. Never see it by itself. That's it's, very... Yes, it's being protected by other clouds, regardless yeah. of the reason it's being protected by other clouds. Whether it's the weapon or the ruler. Yes. Hmm. Mm. Then, now, the, the shape of this cloud is also really interesting. So, assume it has the same shape as a congestive cloud. This is a, a strata cloud that's very, very tall. Except the top of it is wider. And so is the bottom. So it's very, very shape? wide. And then it looks like a mushroom cloud, like a nuke just oh. went out. Boof, and then a cloud comes up and then the cloud forms on top. That's the shape it has. This has to be the king. I don't know. Or whatever. The god. Like yeah. It looks very, it sounds very. Now, here's the one exception to this cloud that does not apply to all the other clouds. Okay. It's made out of vapor and not ice. Hmm. It's already different. Even the Corostrata doesn't have this characteristic. Every other cloud is ice. All the way up into the Congestus cloud. They're all ice. And then we have the Cumulonimbus. This giant? This giant oh. fucking colossal monster, even bigger, made out of vapor instead. How is it holding together? Yeah. What is happening here? Interesting. Yes. But what kind of, like, if it is a weapon, what does it do? Well, that's where the vapor actually comes into play. Because vapor is water. And it's collected water. And if this monster is so large, sometimes it's the size of cities, how much water is packed into one fucking place? Hmm. We're talking about a fucking monster. So mm-hmm. let's break down what happens when we see this monster. Anytime this monster is present, it's surrounded by a fleet of all the other cumulus clouds, as I've said. It immediately shows up with all the things and all the effects that they have. Yes. The rains what? that they bring, the snows that they bring, the ice that they bring, the strong winds that they bring, all of that is present. There's a fucking stage. Now, again, all of them could be by themselves, so all these things could happen in low degrees. Mm-hmm. But you see this big fucking monster. All of those things must happen together. All of the abilities of all the other clouds must be happening together. Man, this has to be it. This has to be it. Yeah, because right now it's it's a song. It's an orchestra. Yeah. Everybody's doing their part. Why is everybody doing their part? Oh, we got the leader perform. has arrived. Mm, okay. Has an interesting look to it already, mm-hmm. right? Now, air currents. You remember how I said the uh, stratocumulus? And the, yeah, the stratocumulus lines up. And the mediocres, they like follow the air currents. They stretch out in that way. Yeah. The thing creating the air currents is the cumulonimbus cloud. Ah. Interesting. Yes. So they're following orders. They're following the leader. Now, is this the leader or just the higher ranking? 
No way. No. I don't know. Because the problem is we still have the issue of the Corostrata cloud, which it stands on its own. It's just a fucking one-off by itself halo in the sky. But I don't know how you'd confuse that with a face. Interesting. You got a point. You got a point. On the flip side, this cloud doesn't have light and dark attached to it. That seems exclusively tied to the Mediocris cloud. Hmm. Mm, but then the cloud with the face is the Stratocumulus cloud. Hmm. We know, I, I'm pretty sure the Congestus cloud does not count as a possibility. Because it seems to just be announcing something bigger, badder arriving, you know? Yeah. That seems to be the case here. Which would be the giant yes. <laughs> mushroom Now thing. the question is, the Stratocumulus cloud is also got a battle cry. It's the cloud that we draw with a face, and it's screaming. Is it screaming orders? Oh. Or is it introducing the next problem, the congestious? Is the congestious screaming orders? Or is it announcing the next fucking problem? I don't know. The, the cumulonimbus. Mm -hmm. Now, we've described the fact that it comes with many other clouds around it, all of the different cumulus clouds, and we've described the fact that it's the one directing the wind. Already kind of overpowered. Mm -hmm. You're telling the wind what to do so that all the other clouds can move with more ease. You're overpowered because the that wind is... is a different creature. Yeah. You have a different creature assisting you. Okay. We got to look at you. That sounds ruler again. I don't yes. know. We, we got some things to look at. Now, this cloud shows up. What you thought I meant when I said that the Stratocumulus cloud brings cold. And what you thought I meant when I said that the Mediocris cloud brings cold, that's what this cloud does. It the just... temperature fucking plummets. Hmm. Powerful. Mm-hmm. It just sinks it. This, is, this cloud shows up and you went from 70 to 40. Whoa. There you go. That has... I don't know. Ooh, I don't know. Yeah. That's... Now... That sounds pretty powerful. It sounds pretty powerful. It's absurd how powerful this thing really is. Mm -hmm. Because first, this cloud shows up, all these other disasters. There's every other feature from every other cloud that's within this military and organized structure shows up. But yes. and things that don't even, that aren't even there previously show up. What do you mean? Well, first, directing the wind. That's a different creature. Yeah. But let's stick to the theme of directing different creatures. Let's just stay there real quick. Uh -huh. Tornadoes obey this fucking cloud. Come on. Okay. It shows up and tornadoes just follow it's orders. waiting for tornadoes. Because it's already telling the air what to do. It mm -hmm. tells wind currents what to do. That's the water of the sky. Hmm. It's telling the wind current what to do, which means air listens. So it's telling all the airs, all the winds what to do. Now, other clouds interact with some of the winds. You know, they got gusts here, gusts. So they have small control over the winds. Mm -hmm. But this cloud controls the air currents. Those are huge winds. It controls the biggest winds? Great. Yes. But also, the winds that directly come down and interact with Earth. Yeah. All the other clouds avoid fucking with us on any major scale. This shit shows up and it will just straight attack us. With tornadoes. The, with tornadoes. Right off the bat. Yes. This has to be it. There, this has to be Now, we think, oh, wow, you've maxed out on power already. 
There's more? There's one more non-fucking cloud creature that the Cumulonimbus controls. And it's arguably the most dangerous of all the creatures, including what seems to be more dangerous than the Cumulonimbus cloud that's controlling a tornado. Oh, wow. Because lightning. Keep in mind, all the others are screaming. Yes. They got thunder. But lightning that shares the same battle cry as the clouds. That has to be, the gods control thunder, or at least Zeus did. Come on, this is Zeus. This is Cloud Zeus. Cloud Zeus. It's kind of crazy, right? Yeah. So this cloud shows up, and we have two different types of winds. The largest wind, and mm -hmm. the second most powerful wind, obeying orders. We have lightning, lightning, obeying orders. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. That's ridiculous. None of these three features happened before. Minus the, the wind control. Some have small degrees of that. Gusts here or whatever. Not overpowered gusts and wind currents and it's fucking tornadoes. It's truly changing the weather. Yes. Like, not, like, This is the kind of shit level. Phil exists to stop. Yes. Well, um, Steve now. Steve. Yes. So, that's just talking about what the fuck. Now. What the fuck does this bring? It shows up. All the other storms are already happening from all the other clouds. Mm -hmm. So what does this thing have to offer? Well, before, ice. But this has what they call hailstones. What's that? What? You've seen those videos on YouTube of hail the size of softballs coming from the sky? It's coming out of this vapor cloud? This cloud is making ice out of its own vapor. And it's coming down raining like, about as powerful as a tornado. So it's not just controlling lightning and controlling tornadoes and controlling the wind currents. This is a ridiculous... It's manifesting softball-sized ice that rains down and plummets and destroys. This is a super cloud. It's ridiculous. Yep. And it's the it's extreme hailstorms is what they're considered. And it, they drop hailstones. This thing probably is the thing that got rid of those vampire-like clouds. That's itself, probably who they called like... in, yes. And all things considered, we're assuming these vampire clouds are still down here, and that's why these military things are still rolling around. Mm -hmm. It could still be the leader. It could be the strongest and the leader at the same time, yeah. Well, yeah, it could be. And additionally, the mixture of all the clouds surrounding it mm -hmm. and the tornadoes and the lightning and the air currents shifting and all of this syncs up to create flash flooding that happens instantaneously so it also interacts with the water at ground level and rises it so it brings the water up it sends it really wind does everything. down it does all the things <laughs> it does all the things wow godlike power yeah it's the only cloud here that doesn't fit the suit of what we're looking for because it doesn't have the ability to change color it's not the cloud that we've, for whatever reason, attached a face to forever, and it doesn't seem to be a cloud giving orders in any way we can hear. Hmm. We can hear the stratocumulus and the congestious talking. Yeah. Whether giving orders or announcing something. We can hear them communicating. Mm -hmm. We know the stratocumulus is the only one with two features we're looking for, because it's the same one that throughout history we've drawn with a face. So that's... Yes. That's a high contender there. That is. But 
it's just a normal colored cloud as opposed to the mediocrous cloud that can go from black to white and white to black. <sighs> and but about- none of them are as unique and stand on their own the way the Corostrata does. Yes. But none of these clouds individually are anything to worry about except the Cumulonimbus cloud. Mm-hmm. But also, is that true because the Cumulonimbus cloud is relying on the collective effort and it has control of other things? Those are dangerous. It's control of other things and the hail ability it has that nothing else has. But Man. the amount of rain, the collective number of clouds affecting wind, all these other things yes, are playing together. So is it this overpowered, or is it the fact that it's only around when everybody's together? The band is together. I can play a flute alone, and my flute isn't dangerous, but I can play a flute part of my orchestra, and a fucking colossal epic sound comes from that same flute as part of this bigger picture. Is it the flute, or is it itself the orchestra, and it doesn't need all the other parts? Um... We don't know, because it's never alone. The fact that it's never alone gives it, I guess it... And the Strata Cumulus both are high contenders because they have two features at least. Because this one is the strongest by miles. I I have an idea. It's it sucks. It's a sucky idea, but because we already know there's blood sick, blood drinking clouds. What if this godlike cloud, like other godlike beings, can shapeshift and can go from one to another? Yes. Oh, I never considered shape-shifting clouds, because we see them actively shape-shift, but we're just confusing what we're looking at. They're not really yeah, shape-shifting. They're not really. But what if this god cloud can do that? The question is, if it's a shape-shifting cloud... Okay, okay, well, finish your thought. Finish your thought, because I'm trying to piece it together. So it shape-shifts, right? Yeah, so it could be any of these clouds at any moment. So it could be the dark cloud that they see that turns to a light cloud. Interesting. But it's because it's maybe really two different clouds interesting so it could just be really dark one moment really bright the next and if this were the case assuming like most gods there is a neutrality to them to go from a literal halo in the sky to a demonic monster to drop softball fucking size hail and controls every like, it element it sounds very godlike like from the stories of like they're just, they could be very violent. Yes, and we know most gods are people who upgraded sometime before our knowledge and record and became these overpowered things. Mm-hmm. So Zeus was a guy. Jehovah was a guy. Like These are people who figured out usually fear or adrenochrome and worked their way up there. We assume the clouds have something similar. That's exactly what I'm thinking. The clouds might have something similar, and this one cloud was like the other clouds, but something, of course, happened. And whatever happened to it might be the same thing that caused the vampire clouds to yes. occur. Yes. Huh. It might they if might that's be going the case, to the same thing. Well you just made it more complicated because how are we gonna find this fucking thing? <laughs> if it shape shifts and it could be any type of cloud, then we can't find it within the clouds because we also don't know which clouds are changing at any given moment because we thought they were all changing. We didn't know they were individual clouds. Only upon Deeply digging, do we realize clouds aren't changing shapes? They just look like they're merging and shifting to us at a distance. Well, if there's one, that one will stand out. If we now know that they're none of them are changing except none for of them one, are changing except for one, then it should be easier to notice. We'd have to be looking when he's changing. 
Yes. That's the problem. The birds will do it for us. Well, we have to... Well, the problem is nobody talks about him. The clouds don't talk about him. Humans don't talk about him. He's elusive. Yes. We got nothing but records on everybody else. Even Santa Claus, who fucking figured out how to stay out of the picture and get everything he needs... We have nothing but abundance on him. He still relies on being recognized as opposed to he changes it in that he's not feared and he doesn't give you a bunch of arbitrary rules, but we still know about him. Yeah. The cloud, the one hmm. difference we seem to have with the clouds, because there's a lot of similarities apparently, but the big difference we seem to have with the clouds is the fact that their leader is quiet. Hmm. We don't know shit about him. But we have an animal that might help us out. Phil. Once he... Steve. Steve. Yes. Once he figures out his powers, like, maybe he'll be able to sense it. We don't know how his oh powers evolve. Oh, my God. Yes. You like, got it. You got it. You figured it out. You figured it out. Yes. 100%. 100% to that. That's, he'll that's notice the plan. something different. Something different about these clouds. And we we got to educate him on this stuff. Yes. Had we asked Phil, maybe he would have, well, then maybe he wouldn't have, but like Phil had, he doesn't owe a shit, but had Phil been around, he maybe he's many times interacted with this thing. Yeah, we have no idea. But, we never got to talk to him. Yes, but Steve, well, he, we literally had to fucking, you know, whatever, we had to fucking kill him ourselves. That sucks. Anyways, Steve, <laughs> maybe he'll be able to sense him. Holy maybe? shit. Okay, you solved it. You solved it. We So we do need unquestionably undoubtedly we need steve there's no way we can figure this out yeah we need to like get his training up or something mm -hmm. you know like i know he's still training but he's gotta i mean he's already doing a good enough job to have stopped whatever apocalypse was starting yeah so hopefully this task isn't impossible for him well my question would be is steve well phil in this case was phil keeping the clouds at bay we think there's a truce but the second we didn't have phil they went wild they went wild huh. so there was they were being kept in check mm -hmm. they immediately there must covered... have been communication then yes okay yes and maybe the response wasn't because shit went haywire maybe it's because they know we killed them as opposed to anything the communication oh. cut and they're like you fucking killed the homie yes they knew something went wrong they knew something went wrong and they were freaking out and they were freaking the fuck out yes we're learning okay they're like us we would freak out yes 100 percent. okay if the clouds <laughs> took out phil we would have a problem yeah fair fair okay yes all the pieces come together yes <laughs> so right now Steve is somehow communicating with him in a sense that we don't understand. A way that his powers are allowing to communicate and maybe he can... We just got to ask him. Yeah. He might not even understand it until we really educate him on, him on this too because yeah, he's just maybe really they figuring think it out. it's Phil. Yeah. Maybe mm. they think it's Phil and they're like, okay, cool. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. We got, we got something. questions, answers, and a way to track this fucking guy. Yes. Man, this is just complicated. So now we can track Akashita, hopefully. Mm -hmm. And we can see what Steve knows. Yes. If he knows anything. And if he doesn't, we can educate him on what we just discovered. Yes. And using that information, boom, we're good. Mm -hmm. And we'll figure out if this god does turn into different clouds or not. But, but Steve should be able to send him no matter what. Yes, exactly. So. And then we can get him to help us. Oh, perfect. We got 
I, we didn't think about this before, but Phil might have just been communicating with them and they were on his side and they were helpful and he was the mediator. Man, we had the answer all along. We had the answer all along and then we fucking killed it. Yep. We had to. It was them, him or us. Yeah, so. But fuck, he was going to die up there anyways if he killed all of us. We still didn't have what he needed. He was just yeah, going to suffocate was, out there. That was some weird, that was a weird week. So. And then what is going to, what would have happened? Well, actually, he's in the Shadow Realm, so it's only a matter of time before we have to deal with that problem. Who's in the Shadow Realm? Phil. I thought we murdered him. Exactly. But he was on Adrenochrome. Yes. So he oh. goes to the Shadow Realm, so it's only a matter of time before oh, that's another no. problem. We didn't think about this too well, well, but that's... Okay, now we know. We got to anticipate this. We got to be ready, because he might actually go after Steve. So Steve needs training, training. Yes. To fight some evil ghost... Phil. Ferret. Some Shadow Realm Phil. Yeah. Jin Phil. Oh, my gosh. Shit. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways... Hopefully well, you guys like the breakdown that we just went through because we definitely needed this information. And thank you to Christy here for piecing that together because it was not clicking in my fucking head. But yes, definitely to all of it. Shit. Yes. Good. Train Steve before he probably gets killed by Phil. Yeah. Train Steve so he doesn't get killed by Phil and so he could understand how to track Akashida and so that he can tell us whether it was him keeping the clouds at bay and that they weren't... the the. Temperature didn't freak the fuck out. Weather didn't freak out. Yes. They but were once reacting. We do communicate. Well, what's the plan? We're trying to get them to side with us because we have a mutual enemy, which is the cat people. Okay. So they're going to go with us to space? No. We're going to communicate. We're going to get them to talk to the gaseous planets and to oh, stars. To tell us what's happening. To give us answers. Ah, uh, okay. And that if this is the case, then because these uh, stars have the ability to work through entanglement, perhaps they can communicate with the prisoner stars. Uh -huh. Maybe we can go free stars, have stars on our fucking side, elevate how we interact, go to other fucking galaxies and do shit. Oh. All right. All right. Wow. We're at the cusp of our power going this nuts. This is ridiculous. Yes. Okay. We're playing at the level of gods. Mm. And it works because now we have a god on our side. Yes. It helps to have a god on your side. Yeah. Anyways, I hope you guys like this conversation. There are many others like it. You could find out how Phil fucking died in the first place that required us to make Steve and uh, get his help. You can find out all the different god conversations we've had. That one time we had to deal with the fucking weather, the things that led to all the disasters surrounding that week. It's literally called Disaster Week. You can go look so at that episode. So much disasters. Yeah. So shit's hitting the fan left and right. We're fixing well, we're things. We're cleaning it up. You can also go find out about the cat people and any other mythological creatures that there might be that might all just be science-related one way or another. Well, not really. There are some creatures with powers, including things from the Shadow Realm, which you might also want to encounter because Phil is eventually going to come back for us. Yes. Yeah, you know, a bunch of shit. All of that is on the feed. You can go get that anywhere you get your podcasts or on the official website, Info, or an Apple podcast, Spotify, blah, blah, blah. And you can reach us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Just Convo Pod. Yes, and remember to subscribe if you want more stuff like this. It's how you get informed on what's happening here in Universe 1. And if you are from Universe 3, think about all the things you're missing. And you can hear us reporting on it. So remember to subscribe and rate and review the show. And let someone who might like this show know about it. Yes, word of mouth. Viciously and important in these days when we need everybody and everybody to know... What's going on? Yes. So, so tell people. Tell people to listen to what's happening right under their noses. The things that we protect them from. Oh, Do oh. they need to know? I don't know. They, I mean, the point is that they're not in danger because we deal with it. Exactly. So like they don't need to know. They don't need if to know. If you're curious, that. I guess. If you know people who are curious, tell them. Yeah. And this has been... 
The Rambling Podcast. Take nothing personal and thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. ones from like the actual ones from the show called the ghost hunters i haven't seen that in years i don't know if they're still live or are they still any good but their methods i like at least their claim which was that they're not there to prove a place is haunted they don't or or they, they approach it like they don't believe in ghosts they're skeptical about everything they go there to disprove the haunting and I and think find some reasonable explanation of what's yes. going on. And I think that's the right way. They're using the scientific The podcast is hosted by Christina Colazzo and Jack Thomas, produced by Lynn Taylor and published by Great Thoughts Info. Art by Zero Lupo and logo by Seth McAllister, with social media managed by Amber Black.